I'm Dean Jackson. He's Joe Polish. And this is the I Love Marketing Podcast. It's Dean Jackson and Joe Polish and a couple of guests that we have with us here. We're in New York City. New York City. And I've got a cold. I know. Why do I have a cold? Because I've been hanging around Dean Jackson. I'm run down because it's Dean's fault. And uh, (laughs) yeah, part of this episode is personal responsibility. And I think Dean (laughs) needs to take responsibility for his inappropriate actions towards making me sick. Um, okay, we've got um, you guys. So introduce yourselves. Kevin Thompson. Uh, what do you want to say? How say I what you that? do. No, nah, we, we'll talk. We'll get to that in the morning. Okay. okay. Uh, I teach uh, business owners and aspiring business owners how to make adjustments to their business or, or get their business started correctly so that ultimately it, it serves them and provides for the lifestyle they want to live. Yeah, awesome. Morgan, what do you do? I... Uh, Rejuvenation and Performance Center, an institution uh, institute in Sedona, Arizona, and we uh, help business uh, owners and entrepreneurs to um, step into rejuvenation and to use that to, to power their peak performance levels. Yeah. Well, then these guys are a couple of cool cats, and we'll we'll, we'll uh, you'll hear them talk and uh, plug their businesses later because they do cool stuff that you'll probably, as a listener of I Love Marketing, want to look into. And, uh, yeah, we're here in New York because it's been a fun-filled festive event. Really? And, and, and So I, I'll brag about your event because it's really, <laughs> I mean, yeah, better than you do the self-aggrandizing. I'll aggrandize you myself. Edify me, I'll, please. I'll edify you. <laughs> so th- that event, I mean, was really a very, very powerful thing. I mean, you had, we were in. What a, what event? You got to explain what it is. Our, oh, that's true. Yeah, we have, we, I mean, said, it's not like we haven't mentioned it to, uh. To everybody, but your 25k annual event with Peter Diamandis, the Abundance uh, Conference, it was just fantastic. We had 130, 140 yeah. people there, um, all either 25k members or people who had paid ten thousand dollars to to be there, and the uh, just the level of people in that room was phenomenal. I mean, when we talked, we did our episode where we talked about ideas and connections being, you know, the two big wow factors that you can have to, to really make an exponential difference in your business. That was what this event was full of ideas and connections. Now having the speakers, you had Steve Forbes, you had Peter Diamandis, you had, uh, Ariana Huffington, Ray Kurzweil. I mean, this whole, it was like, uh, you know, these guys normally would come to events with a thousand or 2000 people, right. you know, big, like conference, or big, uh, you know, <laughs> big <laughs> civic center type of events. Right. And here they are in this small group of, of really high performing entrepreneurs and, it was very amazing, though, that the the one of the formats that we used was 10-minute talks where the people who were participants, 25K members, other people, uh, Eben Pagan, Tim Ferriss, uh, Brendan Burchard, all these people coming to share, like, incredible ideas. And the context of it being, uh, like, Ted's idea of the TED conference of – you know, ideas worth spreading, that these were ideas worth using. And the whole context was that everybody was sharing in 10 minutes an idea that was worth $250,000. So that literally every minute was worth $25,000 of hearing somebody talk. And honestly, I got the most out of those 10 minute talks, even more than the the marquee speakers, you know, because they really were like practical, usable things that were just like big uh, distinctions, you know. And the fun thing was that it was it was like everybody was you had the the top level entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and each guy wanted to make sure they were doing their absolute best. So mm-hmm. it was like a competition, right? Right, one upping. 
No, it, it, sure. it, it was... Uh, Joe let me back clean up at the very end, but he told everybody, you know how, you know the saying, we'll begin... <laughs> what will leave what the very best no, no, Yeah, I said, I said, I go, I go. <laughs> I, I thought that was the classic. I was like, is there one that, you know, that say to do you, you, you leave the best for last? And I'm like, well, that is not going to happen. And that was right before, <laughs> that was right before Deeds, uh, Deeds talk. But he then got up and gave a really freaking stellar uh, talk, which is a subject of what yeah. we're going to talk about on Absolutely. marketing today. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Let me say that before. One okay. of my other ones that I said, which I, uh, you know, have to think was pretty witty of me to say this. Um, uh, Ariana Huffington With had Ray, just gotten yeah. there, which was she was in the, you know, s- sitting on the front, uh, one of the front tables, and Ray Kurzweil's in the back, and he had just spoken, and I think it was uh, Abby was talking. One of the twenty five K members was up at the mic, and she was talking about how. You know, the new hologram mm-hmm. technology where you can beam Ray Kurzweil down on stage. And, and I said, yeah, and you know how Ray's always predicting the future and everything. I mean, 20 years ago, if you would have wanted to see a hologram of Ray Kurzweil, you would have had to eat acid in order to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ariana Huffington's there, and Ray Kurzweil's there. And, and I just looked back, and Ray Kurzweil was cracking up over that statement, which I thought, was, I thought that was great. It was. Fun. And we had Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. that actually showed up, one of Peter's friends, and spoke in the, in the morning on the second day and just... Uh, yeah, Morgan gave a talk during lunch, and uh, I mean, it was it was just uh, an awesome. And, and Morgan had one of your websites is Grace Grove, which is you know your retreat center in Sedona, which is now the Performance Institute. Uh, what's the full name of it? With the Rejuvenation, Rejuvenation Performance, Performance Institute, Institute right. yeah. And so, if anyone wants to check that out, then go to gracegrove.com or you know, whatever. And Kevin Thompson, what's your website? Automatic Income Coach. Automatic Income Coach dot com. And we'll, we'll, we'll get in that. We'll get into their philosophies on just their expertise and what they do and how they do it. One of the th- subjects of your ten minute talk, though, and I want to mention this to the people listening to this episode, is that all the ideas were intended to be worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So it's like a quarter million dollar idea, and so you wanted to give people a a way to think about how they get paid for what it is they do. In order to, uh, you know, maybe shift the way they market, package, sell, present, position uh, their products and services. And you've been doing this very successfully in a certain way. And you've kind of figured out Mm. some stuff. And I'd like you to frame this episode and talk about what's important about that. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I started out with the an overriding question, the provocation of, and it's a question that I started asking maybe five years ago before I was ever able to, uh, to really do it because it's kind of a, I call it a clarifying question, but when you first hear it, it's sort of a terrifying question. So the, the question is, what would you do if you only got paid if your client gets a result? Now, when you first ask that question, you know, the first thought that goes in your mind is, well, I can't do that or I can't, you know, you start thinking it's kind of a scary thing. But when you really take it seriously, when you really uh, think that through and, and, you know, I encourage people just to even think that thought changes the way that you look at your business. Because what I found and every, every um, business that I've ever done consulting with and asked that question it's a clarifying question that gets right to the heart of what is it that you actually do that gets the result. So often when people are trying to sell high-priced things, they try and pad it and bulk it up. I see it all the time with coaching programs or, or um, you know, mastermind groups or info products. They try and pad up all this stuff to add bulk to it. But if they're Literally, if their their life depended on it, or if they had to uh, get a result before they got paid, it would probably be they would not sell it by the pound. They'd throw away all that fluff and get right to the one thing that actually gets the result. And so, when you start thinking that way, you know you have to be sort of crystal clear on what it is that you do that actually gets the result. Now, and it's very easy. If it's something, if you're in a business where your business is training people how to get better results in their business because it's purely an economic um, play, you know, it's kind of a thing where uh, you can 
monetarily measure the result that they're getting. Yeah. Just like if somebody's teaching you, um, you know, like Kevin, somebody's teaching you how to create automated income, that the result that somebody would expect is that after being one of your clients, that they're going to know how to get automated income. That's right. Yeah. Now, if you look at what Morgan does, it's not so much a monetarily tangible thing, but there is a result that somebody is expecting when they exchange money for anything. It's either a psychic result, it's a, a measurable energy result, it's a, if we're in fitness, it could be a certain weight loss result, it's all, whatever it is, there's some result that somebody is, is paying for. And to know what that actually is for your business, how, what is the critical core of what you do to actually get that result. So that, that thought, that question will really kind of point the direction, even if you only ask it privately and silently. You don't have to declare it. You don't have to, you know, make a, a statement of it. You could ask yourself in your mind right now without even, you know, letting anybody else know that you're thinking the thought. It helps to just kind of start that way. And then that was kind of the context to set it all up. And then so I, it took me maybe... Um, two years of thinking that thought and really observing what we do with our with our money making websites business for the real estate agents. Well, well let, let me say too that because you know what what immediately is going to happen to most people in situations where you're posed with a new way of doing something mm-hmm. that you're not conditioned to that you've probably never done is you're going to see all these obstacles. Right. That's what happens when you paint a possibility uh, or say, Hey, you should do something this way. People are like, well, but, but, but what if, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so certainly there's people that are in certain types of businesses Mm -hmm. where their immediate uh, thought right now is this just wouldn't work for me. Yeah. You're doing money making websites. Yeah. Yeah. That that's not going to work. And so part of what we want to accomplish with with this episode is to have you, you know, not to use the cliche too much, you know, think outside the box. This really is thinking uh, outside. Of, you know, this is adding some creative destruction mm-hmm. to uh, how you go about doing things. Mm-hmm. And, and is there, before you go deeper with this, are there applications or situations right off the bat uh, that you just across the board, this could never work for? I've been really trying to think about that. Like, I think, like, you know, you see it. With with Kevin's business, certainly it would apply. With Morgan's business, what do you think when you say that? Like we talked about, you, know, you heard me talk about it yesterday. What was going through your mind when I was saying it yesterday? I got excited about it. Yeah. I mean, really, it, it, it was like it takes all the pressure off me because mm-hmm. I I don't feel like I have the marketing skills that you guys have. Mm-hmm. So if people were to come to me and I didn't they did, I didn't get paid unless I delivered what they wanted, mm-hmm. I got excited about it because that's one thing we do. We say here's the three results. What are the top three mm-hmm. things that you want to get out of this? out of the program that you do with us. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get those three results, of course we guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Get your money back. Right. So why not do it right up front? Right. And I, see, that's the, that's the thought, right? Like you, you do, when you think that thought, one of the things that that allows you to do, if you take the economic question out of what you do right now, right. Like forget what you charge for something, forget what it is that, that people are paying currently for what you do and focus on what is the result that you can deliver for somebody. What is it that they really want? And I, you know, I say, what would you do if you only got paid when your client gets a result? But the next level of that, the next question of that is, what could you do for your client if they would let you do it? What's the best result that you can get them? Sometimes people limit the result that they can get because they're working within this limiting framework of how much they can charge for something or what their current rate is. When if you really looked at it, if you really looked at going all the way without any sort of limitation, without putting a price on it, without putting a, an expectation or a limitation of what somebody would currently pay for it, just with what you know, the resources that you have, the, the knowledge that you have, what could you do for somebody that would get all the way the result that they really want, you know? And that, then, so that leads you to like an expanded way of thinking about what it is that you do because often so much 
is sort of undervalued, you know, because it's just focused on what's the market rate for whatever it is that I do, or that sounds high. But if you think about the, the result of it, you know, and, right. and it's so when you start thinking about what could you do for somebody, it's applying your very best knowledge to one situation, you know, and often there's so there's somebody who would happily pay way more than what you're charging right now to get the full extent of the results that you could get for somebody. So it's kind of, you know, it's encouraging. It kind of sets the, when I say, what would you do to get the core result? Often you have to do far less than what you're actually selling because some, so much of it is, is padding or bundling it up to make it seem like it's more. And the, um, uh, you know, when you think about what could you do, taking out the economic factor of it, you really think like, how could I do my very best work for somebody? You know, what, what am I really capable of if they would let me do that for them? That's what I'm trying to say. I'm glad I'm you're trying. just doing most of the talking here because every time I talk, I feel like I'm every time you leave in the room. I'm a freaking cold man. You know, I, you know, I'm wondering if people can hear me coughing in the back. I'm like, I'm, we're in the, by the way, we didn't even describe where the hell okay, we are. Yeah. We're in New York. Uh, we're 20 square. 24 stories up, Times Square. Uh, and, and, Looking over the river. Yeah, and in, so a, in a hotel suite. Uh, where we did the event, and uh, this yeah. is an upgrade that we're not like uh, when we were doing them in Atlanta. We're not sitting on the bed. Uh, yeah, when we interviewed we John Benson, Dice all, <laughs> we were all cuddled up on the bed. And, yeah, we had John we Benson did, and Craig yeah. Valentine and Ryan Dice. Yeah, they were sitting on the bed. Dean was like, a, I think on a yeah, on a big pile of Beanie Babies or something. But, <laughs> All right, so Kevin, why don't you lean forward and like uh, say something useful here? Something useful. What did you? What are your thoughts on all this? Well, so when Dean, when you were talking about this at, at Joe's twenty five k, you know, I, I, it, I, I immediately started thinking like, okay, if if that's the way it was, and I only got paid if I delivered results, I, I really, my, my first question is like, okay, you know, I've I've kind of got two classes of people that I serve: the existing business owner and the aspiring business owner. And I was like, what is the result that each of these groups want? Mm-hmm. And, and for the existing business owner, uh, with, with, the, with the strategies that I teach and, and start showing them how to use systemization, use technology to automate uh, some of the stuff that they do in their business every day mm-hmm. so that they can start stepping back from doing so much of the stuff and maybe stuff that they don't like doing mm-hmm. so that they can start spending more time of doing the stuff they do like doing or maybe even out of their business, maybe with family, you know, personal stuff, you know, some, you know, maybe some hobbies or something they mm-hmm. want to do. They just want to free up some time maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what that person wants to see, um, it, it might be money, mm-hmm. uh, but in, in reality, what they want to see is they want to see the first steps in that system happening. You know, they want to see that uh, that they can, you know, ha- have that system in place, and that they're seeing those results even before the money end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they because if, and if they can see those results fast, mm-hmm. then it gives them the confidence to know, okay, you know, this is working like Kevin told me it would, mm-hmm. and that the money is shortly around the corner too. Right, right. You know, because if they can get the thing is, is if they can get that system in place. I can show them the money, and, and it's it's so easy to do with an existing business, owner, right? Yeah, you know, but it's getting that system in place first, uh-huh. and so, and then with the aspiring business owner, the person who has never had a business before, their number one question is. What am I going to sell? Mm-hmm. Because and that's what every business. I mean, heck, when I started my carpet cleaning business all the way back in in uh, 1996, before I even <laughs> met Joe, at least I knew when I started that carpet cleaning business, I knew what I was going to be selling. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, us in this space here in this room, we all know that what we sell is definitely not not the most important component of our business. So that is not the most important question. Right. The most important question, you know, as far as what I teach my clients. Is you know who who are you going to serve and what do you have a value to offer them, and and so when I point that out to the aspiring business owner and start showing them this way that what you have to do your number one thing let's assume 
that you're, you're already making a great income doing what you do and you're enjoying it. Well, what does that look like? You know, what does that look like? You know, who, you know, it's, it's forget the products and services of what you're going to be selling, but who do you want to be a hero to? How do you want to provide value to them? And now, I mean, once, once we can come up with an answer to that question and it's something that you're passionate about, that is so much more valuable then how am I going to make money doing whatever this thing is that I'm setting out to do? Yeah. Because everybody just, I mean, heck, when I started the carpet cleaning business, I got into it thinking, I mean, that was my whole motivation. I just want to make money doing this thing, which I knew was going to be carpet cleaning. Right, yes. And and even when I was making the money, and thank God I met Joe, uh, my first year in business was absolutely miserable. This this I was out there working my tail off. And, and Joe, you know, you talk about this all the time. It's easier to go broke sitting on the couch than it is out there working your tail off. But I mean, that's what I was doing is I was going broke every day I went out to work. Mm-hmm. And, and fortunately I met Joe and he showed me how to turn that around. But once I was making the money, what I didn't realize was what was going to be required of me to make that money. And when I got there, I'm like, you know what, this isn't what I want for myself. Mm-hmm. And so if we can like start looking at this a little bit differently and from the, from the aspiring entrepreneur's side of like, okay, what do I really want to be doing? How do I really want to be serving people? And, and I can get them to actually get passionate and, and about something. Well, in turn, they get committed. Mm-hmm. And if they can bring that passion and commitment to the table, all the rest is just how-to. Mm-hmm. I can give them the how-to, mm-hmm. but I can't give them the passion and I can't give them the commitment. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Yeah, no, that, that that's a that's a really good point, and I think with creating value first, like one of the things that I started doing with the free room of carpet cleaning was it's not quite the way that you have it set up, but there is no, I don't think, perfect way to do this. It's just what works, right? How do you deliver the result? Well, no, that's a good, I mean, essentially you are delivering the result there. And right, right. No, like I mean, what I meant is like yeah, how it's you, you're getting, you're offering somebody the free room of carpet cleaning with no strings attached, yep. with no expectation, but you have to deliver in that one room of cleaning what they would expect if they did the rest of the house or you do, right. you know, you do that one room and see, that's the thing. That's where, you know, the next level, like the clarifying thoughts that I've had or observations after doing this now is that you actually have to deliver less result than you have to promise to get somebody to give you money first, mm-hmm. you know? So, and uh, you know, so I want to say that like you well, no, explain, explain I, what you what mean, mean like that. I don't want to explain point. that, that when you look at it, um, if I, our offer with, with money-making websites now is the simplest thing ever. If you're a real estate agent and you're in a market where we don't currently have somebody right now, we only work with one person in each marketplace, then we will, and you meet a couple of, 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 uh, qualifications that you're, you know, you live in a market more than 10,000 people that you've been in real estate for at least one or two years that you personally work with people, um, with clients that you're friendly and cooperative and that you're, um, likable, you know, those are the things that we look for in, in somebody that we work with. And if you meet those, those criteria, then our offer is that we'll give you a website. We'll set up your website for you. I'll buy your domain name. I'll host your website, have it completely built. We will give you your autoresponder account. I've done all of the marketing. I'm going to take you through a 12 week uh, coaching program on how to actually use your uh, your money making website, and I'm going to show you how to get a result within that 90 day period. And if you uh, you know at the end of 90 days you've either done your first transaction or you're imminently doing your your first transaction, and uh, when you do your first transaction, you'll pay us fifteen hundred dollars, and then you pay ninety nine dollars a month for your website, but you don't pay us anything. To, we don't even take their credit card up front. We do nothing. So we do all that, and we give them their first hundred dollars of of Google AdWords. So it's a com- it's a compelling offer. But if you really break it down, what I'm delivering is I have to deliver one transaction. 
I have to show them how to get one transaction. And I know that if I show them how to get one transaction, that they're going to know how to get 10, 20, 30 transactions from that because the mechanics are all the same. But it's such a compelling offer that all I have to do is get them one transaction. Now, that doesn't sound as sexy if you're putting that in a marketing message where you're going to give me the, I'm going to give you the message where I'm going to give you the, uh, the marketing message. If I'm saying to you, Hey, buy one of our money making websites, it's $1,500 and $99 a month. And I'm going to show you how to get one transaction. Right. That doesn't sound very (laughs) sexy for somebody to give me money up front, does it? No. No. And the truth is they're going to get more. But if I'm talking about it in the marketing, you've got to promise more. You've got to paint a bigger picture for them that you may be talking about and showing our clients who, you know, get 10, 15, 30 times ROI on the money that they spend. You, you talk about those things and you kind of build up the expectation. But if I'm actually delivering the result, the bar is set much lower, but it still sounds really compelling. Absolutely. Doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And so that's where you have to promise way, you have to deliver way less than you have to promise. You know, I thought about you with 25K. Think about that. You want to talk about it? Let's do like it. The whole thing. Like you look at it. If, I'd rather if, you just talk about it. I'd sit here and listen. Yeah. Kind of try to rest. Oh, it, it, what I also failed to mention is not only did we do a two day event, which was very long because yeah. we had it more jam packed with everything. So it was literally, I was working from seven in the morning till, you know, 10 at night, yeah. both nights. And then yesterday we, you know, we ended at six and I immediately hop in a cab with Peter Diamandis to do an X prize for childhood obesity discussion at Ariana Huffington's house. And so uh, she's cool as heck. So I Mm -hmm. had six emails back and forth today with Ariana Huffington, and she even tweeted a photo from the the, the 25K meeting, which was awesome. And uh, today I had to give a keynote presentation. Uh, I shouldn't say had to. I mean, I chose to give a keynote presentation. Uh, The main keynote was our friend Robert Cialdini, who we're going to have, you know, the people have seen the video with with Robert. And um, basically in the evening I was speaking. And so I literally just got done giving a presentation. uh, And, uh, yeah, I'm... uh, uh, so the, the whole reason why I'd rather just sit back and let you Listen. talk about stuff is I, I'm a little tired. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? So your, your sort of um, implicit promise of 25K is that you're going to get at least $250,000 of value in the first year or you're not invited back. So that's that's a compelling um, – and I don't say, and I won't say compelling. It's what is it? It's a, um, what's well, certainly it, an implied result. It's an implied result. You're saying, but that, I don't guarantee it. No, I'm you like, don't guarantee it, but you're saying that when you put it on that, that you got to get 250,000 or I'm not going to invite you back. Right. You're kind of, the expectation is set that 25 K is worth 10 times what you, what you pay to be a part of it. Right. And so, if anyone comes to it, they clearly see absolutely. that. Absolutely. Of course, and they're they the afraid that. Yeah. 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 And but you think about like the so you look at the the um, offer of it like what would be the what would be the amount of money that if you said to somebody if you're in a business you're an entrepreneur you're a owner of a, a business that is a marketing driven business and you make a million dollars a year and you're cool. And you like to learn, and you're, you're you meet these requirements. We want you to come on out to Phoenix with us, and uh, fly on out there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a check for fifty thousand dollars. And then what I'd like you to do then is after the the first meeting, give me twenty five thousand dollars, and you're a part of twenty five k. That's kind of it would be an interesting, uh, a different type of of offer. Right. right, and there would be zero resistance to an offer like that. With there, you could even no. say, "I'm going to give you." I could even give my thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm going to give you thirty thousand dollars, and you give me twenty five thousand, and people would still do that, right? right. I mean, even people would come to twenty five k if it was free, right? So, which is implicitly, really, it's that they're getting a twenty five thousand uh, dollar return for their twenty five thousand. Uh, dollar investment. It's right. kind of a it lower. You know the the if that if you were able to do that, and I'm not saying that you 
can no, or no, need no, to, and, and I'm asking the question, if I only got paid if 25K members get a result, what would I do? Right. Because you're, what you're doing, you're creating the environment. You're creating the discussions. You're creating the opportunity for people to match up with other people and mm-hmm. to do uh, to do deals that are ultimately going to be worth $250,000 to them. Or you're providing the opportunity to be in the meetings and you're bringing up the topics and you're bringing in the guests where they're going to get ideas that they can apply that are going to be worth $250,000. You're doing all of that. But what would you do if... You only got paid if they got the result. What would you do to ensure that they get the result? And that's all. I mean, that's the thought. And it doesn't mean that you have to do it that way. But thinking that way, even if you still stick with the model where you're going to get paid up front, is going to improve what you actually do, what you actually deliver, because you're taking that mindset of what if I only got paid? If they get yeah, paid? I think part of where I've gone with the 10-minute talks is a result of thinking about yeah. that. Because, you know, we, we, we did these 10-minute talks where every talk was focused on a best practice worth $250,000. So my focus on that was that how do you set it up so in the span of a 10-minute presentation, if you look at the, the whole talk and what was shared and, and the content of what was shared and the usability of the elegant idea that was shared, Every minute would be worth $25,000. Right. So how do you make one minute worth twenty five grand? And the reason I started going down that path was because I'd like to, you know, there's, there's people that were in that room that told me that one talk was worth my quarter million dollars. Well, and it's just like, my, no, no, no one said that about you. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually I, I think a good portion of the room actually felt that about you. You, you, you have yeah. one quote in there, which I can't remember exactly how you said it. Do you remember that one? I'll say it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was really profound. And, and, and again, I'm saying this in front of other people into the whole, you know, I love marketing community, how much it. It fucking pains me. <laughs> not deep. But it, it, it was it was it was really profound. But um, you know what, what I'm doing with this is you know attempting to not go into the same place that I know many people that are hearing this saying, "Oh, this can't work for me." Mm-hmm. There's even that side of my brain that says, "Well." You know, there are certain things you do for free and there are certain things you do for a fee because, I mean, the case could be made that we could immediately say, all right, I love marketing. You know, the only way we're going to get paid for I love marketing is we can't, I can't ramble. I can't make any stupid jokes anymore. I can go straight <laughs> to the content. But, you know, then, of course, that would take away the, the, the real joy of listening to I love marketing for people that never implement anything. They get to be entertained. But, uh, maybe they're listening to this for entertainment and not resolve. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, 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 the thing about it is that you know quantifying stuff and Mm -hmm. and part of the reason for charging a fee for 25k is because if i you're you're absolutely right if i made this free christ we'd have a parade of people that would oh man i can't wait to get into it because it's the highest level group in the world in the the marquee value of the 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 people in it is huge and i'm not saying no no, okay let let me finish up yeah so so there's that part to it but Uh there's the thing going well you know you gotta charge up front because there has to be a qualification and that's typically how my mind right now is wired to think because i know there are things you do for free in things you do for a fee for a fee but i'm still processing this whole thing because there is a way to crack this uh, you know and to do it in the right way uh and you'll never get to that if you can't even allow yourself to have the conversation yeah and if you put up all these boundaries and walls you know so like just like a lot of people listening are going through this i'm still in my own area of complexity because you said it took you two years yeah. to kind of think it through. A lot of this stuff just you gotta let it percolate. Right. You can't you can't boom, what's the instant model? Right. I mean Yeah, that's not it. And like I said, but the uh you know the first step is to silently and, and quietly ask yourself the question, what would I do? You don't have to say it out loud. Just right. think the thought. Yeah. And that, I mean that kind of changes the way you look at it anyway. It doesn't you don't have to admit to anybody that you're thinking that thought, but you start observing what you do do differently and you start to see where the actual uh where the results lie, you know? When you think about you observe the people who do get $250,000 worth of result 
from being part of 25K. You see how that happens. Was that was that an idea that they got or was that a connection that they got? Because those are really the two primary things that are going to be the driver of results. Well, you know, one thing that I've been thinking about with this is that there's been three people that are 25K members that have told me that uh, if if I ever start a hundred, they'll join my uh, $100,000 group mm-hmm. once if I ever start a 100K group. Right. They're already in 25K. Right, exactly. And, you know, part of me is like thinking, well, but if you, is that applied to the status level? That's, this well, that's that? part of it. But don't you think, do you, I, I believe that if you quantifiably could deliver $250,000 of results to somebody that they would pay $100,000. I, I, I agree also. Exactly. So, and, and so here's thinking the, here's the thought of no, how could you're, I, you're, you're right. Yeah. Because it, 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 it might be just a golden, like, obvious model that's right. right in front because we have numerous people in yes. 25k that not only make a quarter million but we you know like dan sullivan i mean he's been in the group for what how long has he been in two now? three two years, years. Not, not not three years but maybe two. a little over two years and he's you know said you know yesterday i yeah. mean i've easily well, added the first three and a half yeah, yeah the first, first 10, ten minutes, minutes of the first meeting, he got, meeting, the, he got the idea that's now been responsible for three and a half to four million dollars in business. You know, Dean Graziosi, tens of millions yeah. of dollars as a result of it. So, you know, it's 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 that sort of you know. Well, the, you know, and even on a lower level, you know, so you you mentioned Dan and you mentioned Dean Graziosi. So those guys, they already had stuff like majorly on the ball already. Right, a lot of success in millions, their belt millions already. of dollars in business yeah. already. Yeah, already there. Yeah. So, but then, like you just gave the example of these real estate guys. Mm-hmm. You know, just that first transaction. Yeah. You know, that's and, all we got to get. And when I came into your group, when I came into the twenty-five k group, you know, um, it, it happened because you and I were having a phone conversation. I had already sold my carpet cleaning business at that point, and you were just talking to me, and and you said you need to be in the twenty-five k group. Yeah. And of course, at that time in my life. That was the biggest investment I've ever made in my life, and 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 with twenty five k, it was just like send you a check. It's not for, like for learning, not for investment. Yes. because obviously you have houses. And yeah, I mean, and I, I mean, the and biggest, children, the biggest one time investment to right. be a part of something. You know, right. that, that it was just send you a check, not make monthly payments, but because you and I had a history, and because yeah, and, and basically you were like, kept, you know, what we, we go back. You know, dang well, I'm going to deliver. And and when you said that, I was like, you know, he's right. He's always delivered. You know, and, and we had a history of that. And so I sent you the check. And and at that point in my life, that was a big check. That was the biggest check I ever wrote. Right. And and at that very first meeting, uh, after the first day of the two-day meeting, we were out at dinner one night. At, we went to, I remember it clearly, we went to the sushi restaurant. I was talking with Dan. And I was telling him about this whole thing. And, and, and. Dan was like, you know, at the end of that conversation, I was explaining it to him and I wrote that check to you. And I was like, you know, I was like, man, I, you know, I, I, I really want to get that money back and the sooner the better, (laughs) you know, and and Dan Dan was like, you know what, let's make it happen. And he he found out a little bit about me and what I was doing. He's like, you know what, I can help you get your message out there a little bit. And within less than four weeks, I have my $25,000 back. And so for me, that was a big deal because now I got to go through the rest of the year not having to worry about, am I going to get my investment back? That was that weight was totally lifted off my shoulders, and now I could just concentrate on just you know enjoying being there, learning new things. And, and I mean, honestly, at that point in my life, if you would have told me that I could take that 25000 and turn it into 250000 I mean, even though we went back, I might have had a hard time believing you at that point in my life. Of course, now I don't. I mean, now, I mean, heck, that one, you, you made one introduction for me last year, and that one introduction alone was worth $187,000, like, within two months, you know? And so, and now that's a regular occurrence. But, you know, for somebody who doesn't know this, you know, I mean, this whole thing of, you know, I mean, just asking yourself that question, that's probably, and I think the worst mistakes that somebody could make listening to this would be to just immediately shut it down. It's like, that's impossible. I could never do that. You know, you got to open up your mind to the possibility that, Hey, maybe this is possible. And let me just at least start thinking about it. Cause it does totally change your mindset. Well, and, and, and that is the key. Uh, thank you, by the way. And, and what he just said is, is the key because like part of my thing with the, the, the whole comment of if you don't make, you know, uh, $250,000 in the first year, 
it's sort of a trick that I play on people because what I want them to do is I want them focusing on listening for 250,000 right, ideas exactly. because the mind cannot ignore a question. Yeah, every meeting, you've got the forms. <laughs> the elegant idea. $250,000 ideas, you have them write them down every meeting. Yeah, so now I mean, what you're doing is you're throwing this right back at me yeah, by, exactly. by posing your, your question of how the hell do you get paid if you can only produce results. So for the people listening there thinking, well, first off, I don't sell a $25,000 coaching, but well, well, yeah, welcome to reality. Hardly anyone does. That's why it's the highest level group. The, the point is, though, it's out of that group that these sort of ideas come. I yeah. mean, it's really when you're when you're brainstorming with incredibly sharp, bright, uh, and the best people that I think do this with, which are marketers, people that actually make their living because they have to sell something. They're incentivized yeah. to figure out how to package, how to present, how to how to communicate it. You know, this this is a whole another. Uh, model that I think very few people, for one, understand, right. use, and, and we're we're trying to open it up to the I love marketing community because I think uh, there's there's gold in them their hills, the gold know? in them their hills. Yeah, it's, yeah. this is people don't know how to mine for it, and right. so this is this is a different way to get access to all of the money that exists because right. there's money. There's money if you're everywhere. In a business and you're, you're in the business of getting results. You, you know how to do it. I mean, you know, the, sometimes the biggest obstacle, you know, you see people, you know, the need is there. People have a need and a desire for whatever business you're in, whatever result it is that you, that you uh, get, you know, the, the big thing is picking a result that, that people actually want need desire. Right. And I'm, I'm lifting up my fingers for yeah. those of you that are only listening because of course we, this is not being videotaped and I'm <laughs> wanting to interject here. Uh, you know, the, the whole, we've talked, you know, a lot on, I love yeah. marketing about guaranteeing right. what it is you do. And, and, and it's funny because the ultimate amateur is someone that will argue about, I can't guarantee something because mm-hmm. someone's going to ask for their money back. And I, I've always loved the line from my friend Dave Kekich, which is, is real simple. Uh, competency starts with guaranteeing your work. Right. You know, I mean, if, if you're competent in what you do, why wouldn't you guarantee it? And, and I also know there are certain things that you have to be careful how you Many things can have unconditional guarantees. Sure. And, and, of course, you could argue that every single thing should be guaranteed. There are certain boundaries you put up from, like, low-life customers. And when I say low-life customers, there are people that simply will just try to hack the system no matter what. And so there are certain contextual things that I think need to be done before you just, free, you know, if you have a restaurant, you don't just open it up to anyone that walks down the street and say, free food for everyone, pay for it if you like it. I mean, you know, it's a real quick way to, you know, go broke, right? So, so maybe, yeah, right, maybe, right. Okay, so I'm not going to roll everything out. Right. But like, we, we have people that argue about, well, I can't guarantee my work. Even with carpet cleaners, sure. you know, I tell them 100% guarantee your work. Well, I can't do that. It's like, well, for one, unless the quality of your work sucks, or you're, you know, going out and marketing, you know, a free room of carpet cleaning. I know it is the best offer in the world for carpet cleaners. You don't get paid unless you produce results. However, I also know that that's an offer that doesn't work well unless you target it at homeowners. Mm-hmm. Because if you just target it at people that are renting, they don't have a vested interest in the home, right. and therefore you don't produce the same yeah. result. I also know that if you don't, if you just do a free room of carpet cleaning and you don't do a process that I invented called a carpet audit, where you actually Set up discover the conditions of the carpet, how frequently they clean, you know, does anyone smoke? What type of vacuuming system do they use? Yeah. What generation of carpet? Do, yeah. You know, all, all these questions. You're educating and motivating. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, then you're not going to get the same result. Right. I mean, so a lot of a lot of cleaners uh, in the carpet cleaning industry, but this applies to every industry, will argue, well, I can't do that. Well, you can do it if you do it the way we describe it. Now, this blows the whole guarantee argument out of the water <laughs> right, because right. guaranteeing your work it is if that's difficult for someone, this is like trying to swallow this is like trying to swallow a boulder. They're like, I own a clothing store. How is this gonna work for me? You know I, you know, I, I have a movie theater and half the movies suck. You know, if someone comes in they only pay, you know, we, I mean so so but the point is is like what Kevin is saying, the fact that I think we're all saying it. I mean, the fact that once you you shove this sort of uh, opposition, question, possibility in front of your brain, it has to figure out what to do with it. Right. And and our point is it's worth figuring it out. Even on if this episode, by the time we're done, if you still think there's no way in hell 
this will work, I would really hope, just hang on to it. Just think about it. Mm -hmm. Just think about it and, and, and kind of go with us yeah. on this. because we we're put gonna... it in the comments and we'll see how we can figure out how you could. Right. Yeah. 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 You, there's going to there's gonna be some people that instantly are going to be like, oh, my God. I mean, we were at our recent, we, we had a, we had a I Love Marketing meeting, and we will not go into details of what business this person is in. He kind of got it in his mind about, you know, and, and literally, you know, made a hundred sales mm -hmm. by giving something away for free, mm -hmm. you know, gave, right, exactly. yeah, yeah, you know that. what I'm talking right, about, yeah, yeah. But, but the point is, so there's, there, there's all kinds of ways yes. that just one idea can shift the way you think about everything. Yeah. And, and, and I think one way to look about, then I'll shut the hell up and let you, you know, give that brilliant comment you, you had. <laughs> talked about before we run out of time i don't think we're out of time here but no anyway uh what uh one of the things that this will do is if you if, you, if you're still not grasping it um as a possibility just imagine if a law was passed a week from today and you no longer could sell what it is you're selling except getting paid after you produce a result. Yeah. If you just put yourself under that sort of pressure mindset, yeah. your brain will just come up with stuff. It will simply not come up with if you don't that's give it, it that. That's a, yeah, yeah. a, a provocation. That's what that's called. You give yourself a provocation. There you go. Yeah. So when, so that my, the first observation that I had about that was that you actually have to deliver less result than you'd have to promise in the marketing because it's sexier, uh, you know, you build things up. But the next observation that I had in doing it myself is that it's actually less expensive to go ahead and deliver the result for somebody than it is to convince them to give you the money first to get sure. them the result. And that, you know, for me, part of the thing with our, our websites was, and for any business, really, there's, everybody's used to having a cost of acquisition, yes. of acquiring a customer, of, you know, and they, they attribute or they build that into the cost of what it is that they do. And there's, you know, the cost of, of generating a lead and then sending out information to them or following up with, uh, with them or having somebody on your sales team, um, you know, go through a sales presentation with them. And there's the, the time involved in them doing all of their due diligence and getting all their questions answered ahead of time before they, they give you the money to actually get them the result. And I just found in observing it that it was actually way less expensive to just go ahead and deliver the result for them. Like when I really broke it down, I started with asking that question, what would I do? That led me to think about, you know, that I really, if I only, all I have to do is get them one transaction and that's only, that's going to cost me maybe $250 to, to do that. So I'd rather, you know, and I was happy to pay more than that on to acquire a new customer, you know, to acquire a new client because the lifetime value is so high. I would have gladly paid, you know, $700 or for a, uh, for a client. So I just realized why not take that money and invest it in my own, you know, couple it with my own confidence in knowing what I do. And I'd rather spend $250 on you, Morgan, to help you get the result that you want. And knowing that when you get that result that I'm going to get the $1,500, then I'm going to get $99 forever because you're never going to let this go. Well, and from a customer standpoint, what a high level of integrity that's, right. you know, and, and that's what is lacking oftentimes for me trying to find someone to help me with my marketing mm -hmm. is, you know, you pay, you pay, you pay. And where are the results? <laughs> You're guaranteeing them up front. I mean, that's right. fabulous. Yeah. And it's so, you know, that kind of um, thinking, if you know what it actually costs for you to deliver a result for somebody, mm -hmm. it's so, it makes so much sense to really, you know, take an honest look at that. Take an honest look at what does it cost you to acquire a customer now, or what would yeah. you gladly pay for that, and what does it cost you to actually deliver the result? Put them side by side and kind of look at them. And I guarantee you it's less money to actually get the result often than it is to, to acquire somebody. And that just the, you know, we've, I can now get 30 people at a time. We do classes of, of 30 each okay. month, and I can get 30 people with a, 
a PS in, in an email to, you know, to engage because it's a compelling offer. It's compelling. There's no, I mean, the number one thing that, that, uh, people look for is they're looking for the, the catch. Yeah. But you're so transparent and open about it that there is, there literally is no catch. It's not, I mean, I'm writing, I'm actually spending money to get you that result. Sure. And they appreciate that. And especially Absolutely. in the real estate industry, it's so funny because that nobody had ever thought to do this with the real estate agents because that's exactly how they work. I mean, you think about it. If they come, they work with somebody, they list your house, uh-huh. they're, they're, taking on all the cost of doing the marketing yep. of, of yep. doing all the photographs, spending the time, investing the time to, uh, you know, market your house, show the house, find a buyer. And then when they find a buyer, then they get paid thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. Now there's no way that the real estate, uh, industry could support the level of commissions, the price that somebody pays to sell their house. If, you had to convince people to write the check up front. Can you imagine? You're selling a half million dollar house and I'm going to need a check for $30,000, please. It would be very difficult, you know? Yeah, but that, that would be a hard sale. It is, absolutely. But it's easy to uh, take the next step because the next observation that I had, and it just fits in perfectly with that, is that people are far less attached to future money than they are to present money. They're far less attached to money that's coming in the future than they are to money that they have in their pocket right now. It's much, that money's already spent. That money's accounted for. And when I when I first taught you that concept, that's <laughs> no, no, kidding. Right before we started recording this episode, Dean said that I was like, "Wow, that's actually that sounds actually pretty good." Say that again in a, in a sexy people voice. are are <laughs> people are far less attached to future money than they are to present money. Yeah, the present money is already spent. That's it's difficult to get them to spend the money that they already have, but to spend some percentage of future money that's coming that you're, especially if it's attached to what you're doing for them, their winners are magnanimous. They're much more willing to share that, you know? And yeah. And well, let let me, let me say this too, because I think this is a, a a subject that we're going to continue to bring up, explore. We're going to have our listeners probably, uh, play around with uh, different variations of this. Uh, I, I certainly know this will stretch people's brains, and we hope that, uh, you know, the beauty of this sort of question, though, is it actually, I think, forces value creation. Mm, because absolutely it does. That's the yeah. ultimate value creation. Because, because you, you, you know, if, if you're selling crap, uh, if you're not delivering a dream solution, if you're you know, if you don't care about your clients mm-hmm. or customers or whatever, you know, and a lot of business owners don't, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're just reckless. Uh, you, you know, you'll immediately probably not only poo poo an idea like this, mm-hmm. even if you attempted to try a variation, you probably screw it up because mm-hmm. it, it, it has to, you know, I, I talked about a little bit today uh, about pricing. I didn't mm-hmm. go into this area, but people that pay a higher price, like, you know, someone that pays $25,000 to come to my group has a much different expectation than going to a seminar for five hundred dollars, right, you know, people, you know, when you go to, you know, uh, Four Seasons Hotel, you have right. a much different expectation than going to the Holiday Inn, right. and you're going to pay a, a, a different price. And right. so, with this sort of thing, uh, I mean, in order to get paid, you literally, uh, you know, you have to put your money where your mouth is, yeah. uh, and you're, you know, I mean, it, it just really, uh, I think, is is a mechanism of of improvement, mm-hmm. you know. Now, before we wrap this episode, I want to give these two guys an opportunity to just talk for a couple minutes about their businesses and stuff because, you know, we're talking, I think it's cool to see how all of these marketing strategies can be applied to any sort of type of business. Absolutely. Let me wrap this up. I got one more. And the thing you you talked about, I want you to make that statement. Yeah. So one, what it all really came down to is that the, the biggest observation that I've had is that a a compelling offer is 10 times more valuable than a convincing argument. Right. And that thought alone, that there's such a difference between somebody being compelled to do something 
and somebody being convinced to do something. It's almost like you're, you know, getting into the the jet stream or it's like this, you know, you're getting sucked into this jet stream. It's already heading in that right direction. And the most powerful force in marketing is somebody who's compelled to do something in their own self-interest. I mean, that there you can't stand in their way. They're going we talk about this idea of of your clients, your prospects being like, like mice and how we talk about mice are pre-programmed with two prime directives to get cheese and avoid cats. A mouse is compelled to seek cheese. And if it sniffs cheese, it's compelled to go towards you. You don't have to convince a mouse to try some cheese. Right. It just has to know that there's some cheese in the vicinity and it's automatically (laughs) compelled to go to that cheese. Now you might have to convince a mouse to try some broccoli or something. I mean, you know, whatever you, it's like they're compelled to get the cheese and your, your clients are compelled to seek out the things that they really want, no matter what it is, whether it's money, whether it's more time away from their business or a more automated way to generate their money, or whether it's more energy or more, uh, you know, whatever the, the return on the energy that somebody could have by really getting into rejuvenation is, yeah. That, that. So those, those are the big thoughts that are big observations that I've had in, in doing that. Yeah, so I, um, you know, I'd like all of our listeners to percolate on this. Think about it. Comment at ilovemarketing.com and uh, explore this because it could very well completely change the way you do business and get paid. And if you crack the code on this, uh, you also will create a model that hardly anyone could ever compete with mm-hmm. because once you can successfully not only deliver the result because many people can deliver the results. This is this is not that's just job one. Th- yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's the thing, right? Yeah, that's it's. This is not no matter you know, about delivering a result. Uh, some people may hear this and say, "Well, now I actually got to improve what I do," which is not Perfect. a bad thing. Yeah, you know, this is more about how it's communicated. Yeah. This is more about really you, the thing we quote all the time. You know, uh, Robert call you. You know, entering a conversation mm-hmm. that exists in the prospect's mind. I mean, th- this is literally about being able to. Uh, be a, be a more effective marketer. So, um, you guys, uh, how, any final thoughts you have on this and just a couple things about your, your, your business, uh, cause, uh, what you do and, and, and how you do it sort of thing. Well, I mean, for me, this couldn't have been more perfect timing. And I mean, I really want to thank you, Dean, for your, your 10 minute talk at the 25 K group this week. Uh, because I mean, as soon as you posed the question, I was immediately open to it because I was, I mean, because I know I can produce results. Right, exactly. And so I was immediately open to it. And, and so, you know, the 10-minute talk got me really thinking about it. And now, you know, getting to spend this time with you guys and really expand on this whole thing. I mean, my mind is like, I mean, I could come up with some really good stuff here. Right. And, and this can, I mean, it's not like I'm not doing well already, but this, this can change everything for my own business. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so for anybody listening to this, I mean, like, you know, just, just be open to this, just be open to just, just kind of be open to the question. And, uh, and, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna do a big pitch on my business, but I'm just, uh, I, I am maybe we'll sometime later do a follow up or something because I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm way excited to see what happens. Cause I'm, I'm going to take this thing and run with it. Myself. No, no. Well, yeah, we'll, we should, we'll do a separate, uh, he wants to inter- percolate on his offer. And then when he comes yeah, up with it, then exactly. we'll do another, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I'll, I'll come back and tell you guys later what happened. That's yeah. like, that's like pilfering our, I love marketing. <laughs> He's no fool. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah. And you know, Kevin's, Kevin's a great example of a, you know, former Alaskan fisherman, uh, that nearly died. Yep. Um, and, uh, left a horrendous job in the pursuit of the, you know, quote unquote American dream, uh, where that of course became the American nightmare for him. And through it, we met when he was, you know, uh, this dead broke carpet cleaner living off credit cards. And even when he first bought, and that was in 1997, 97. Yeah. I mean, that's how many years you've been a client, which is, which is great, which I think says a lot about 
me. But and you know the, the, the funny thing is that w- with Kevin's story, I mean he. Uh, he's he's such a, a rags to riches story, which is great. So he learned marketing. He built up this very successful carpet cleaning business. Created a client council. He's the one where I had this uh, strategy of you know do client appreciation dinners, and he actually through the process of doing this with his clients, came up with a, a better way to name it and package it called the client council. And then we started introducing that to our clients in the cleaning niche, and then we had them really go deep with it. And now we have people that have. I mean, you took it to one level. Now we have clients running a client council level. that have turned into this whole process. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's, Angie, um, yeah. it's, it's um, yeah, it's unbelievable what you can do with an idea. Mm-hmm. That's the power. Mm-hmm. Like our things, ideas versus execution. This is an idea, and so Kevin took that, and then he, you know, started teaching other people. His his carpet cleaning company became by referral only. Mm-hmm. He only like would do service people that were referred. He became a very high end business. He ended up selling it because he fell in love with marketing, kind of like me, and so now he teaches. Teaches people how to, you know, stay-at-home moms, you know, people that, you know, startups, uh, existing entrepreneurs, how to use really effective uh, direct response online, you know, marketing. And, you know, now he's, you know, built himself, you know, a, a million, you know, dollar plus business. And uh, it's awesome. So anyway, uh, thank you, Kevin. We'll do a follow-up you with you. Morgan, I, uh, you know, I, I, not a few, not too long ago, went to your retreat center and had a lovely uh, with my new girlfriend at the time, uh, who's now, I guess, still relatively new, but you know, now we're all bonded because we spent a week doing a liver and gallbladder flush. <laughs> and like I mentioned at the 25K meeting, that like speeds up the bonding you could do with someone. Literally, one week is like the equivalent of two years of hanging out with someone. You know, going to the bathroom in front of your partner after doing a liver and gallbladder flush is like kindergarten. I mean, because you really go through. However. Uh, Morgan, uh, there was a person at at their uh, uh, you know center, this beautiful place in Sedona uh, next to a lake, and it's awesome. And, and so I want I don't want to paint a picture of, of weirdness. This is actually a health and rejuvenation center that allows you to uh, eliminate many many health problems, not only physically but mentally. And there, there was an individual that was there that told us that, that that place literally saved his life. That he thought he he was in such poor condition and health that he thought he would be dead had he not gone there so they are changing people's lives and so you're not in a business like me dean and kevin where you're teaching people making money stuff you're actually uh although i would argue that if you're in poor health it's probably the ability to uh, make money when you're lethargic is, is hard so what do you do there and how does it work and how do you utilize these marketing things what's you know, well, you know, what really excites me about what Dean's talking about here is I, I spend so much time on the phone talking to, to folks, and it's like oftentimes they'll spend money on their business or whatever, but they don't spend it on themselves. Mm-hmm. So if I'm that confident that, that what I'm going to do for them, that, that if they don't get the results, mm-hmm. then their stay is free. Mm-hmm. If I have that kind of confidence, and all it takes for them is to have that same kind of confidence in themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really inspiring. So if I, I'm on the phone and I'm talking to somebody, I said, look, you come, you don't get those results. You don't pay for it, mm-hmm. or you don't pay for it until you until you get the results. Yeah, right. I love that. It, puts yeah. a, it, it 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 says a lot about who I am as a human being yeah. and the integrity that I'm going to put into what they do. Just that positioning. When you think about that, you know, like you, you do, when you when somebody comes, do you? Um, I mean, think about it. you go to a hotel and they they don't. Uh, they bill your credit card in advance, or they bill it after you uh, after you leave. Yeah, they, I think it depends. I don't know. I mean, I, it's I, interesting. I mean, the way that you're you know you think about your cost of having somebody there mm-hmm. is is much less than the um, than what they pay right. to to be there. It's kind of an interesting thing when you frame it like that. Mm-hmm. To come for the week, and we we're not going to bill your credit card till you tell me that. You got what you expected. Exactly. That's different than you can take your credit card and take all the money, and then if you don't want it, I'm going to give you back your money. Yeah. The only it's question, I, the only yeah. question I have about it is, I wonder. You know, I like people to be in. I want yeah, them yeah. committed as well. I got it. So that's 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 the if only. They that's, show up. They, I mean, they've got. I mean, they're coming. Yep. It's just that it's an interesting mindset. It's a different thing. Like I, you know, the example I used on the thing was, you know, about a coaching program. If, you know, if I said to somebody, you know, our, here's how our coaching program works. We, you know, you're going to 
give uh, me a thousand dollars on the first of the month, and on the second of the month, I'm going to deposit two thousand dollars into your into your bank account. That would be a pretty easy sell. I mean, it'd be you know, it's a pretty it's a sure thing kind of thing. They and you wouldn't have to deliver any. Uh, you know, I said to people, we don't have any meetings, we don't have any conference calls. There's no workbooks. There's no newsletter. Nothing like that. Just. The exchange. I'm gonna. You give me a thousand. I'm gonna give you two. Right. How right. many would be in? But then you know, it's a completely different thing. If I said, listen, on the first of the month, I'm gonna deposit two thousand dollars into your account, and then on the second of the month, I want you to write me a check for a thousand dollars. That's. A, it's a complete. There would be zero resistance on on something like that. Well, I like Which, even though it's a slight. You know, it's just a slight change, and the exchange is still the same. I'm thinking, like in Joe's case too, if, if he's on, you know, if he's if somebody's making, maybe you should be getting a percentage of that. If they're making, if right. they're making, maybe there's maybe there's actually a, a revenue if model here. If you could here mechanize that, the process of actually delivering the result, there's way more in it, and no, I think that no, you, yeah, yeah, absolutely, because there there are clients in this that if I took a percentage of their business, I mean, they'd be paying me, you know, some. A couple would probably be paid imagine me if that a million was, a year. Yeah, imagine if that if twenty five k was an incubator, like you, you take mm, that exactly. same thing yeah. where you 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 screen people to accept them into twenty five k, and you're you know that it's uh, that, that's I'm just thinking like that kind of that thought can't come unless you <laughs> think the thought. What would I do if I only got paid on results? Right, and then following it up with what could I do if I was getting paid for. Results. No, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. And I consistently have clients who tell me it was worth much more. In fact, yeah. I'll call like Lanny Morton, for example. Came, he says this was a fifty thousand dollar program. I do stuff all over. It's fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Okay, Lanny, well, just pay me half of that, then. right? <laughs> and let's see if that's the case, right? Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So, so right. no, th- this this gives this gives me a lot of uh, food for thought. And if someone wants to go to your center or check it out online, what's the best website? RPIInstitute.com or GraceGrove.com. Okay, awesome. And it's a great place. So Kevin and Morgan, thank you guys for being guests. And uh, I thought it was kind of cool because the way this yeah. worked out is I just got off stage of my uh, keynote presentation and uh, I was like, hey, you want to come up to the suite and let's do an episode? And we were all hanging out. And now we're all going to go to dinner. And so this was just sitting down with a bunch of marketing people talking about some uh, Our pretty, pretty, stuff. pretty life-changing uh, sort of ideas. So uh, to all of our uh, listeners... Uh, post on ilovemarketing.com, even though Dean never reads them. And the Facebook, and here's the thing, too, I want to, he, he does read them, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> he, we, we have this this Facebook plugin that uh, has been kind of giving us trouble. And so uh, by the time you hear this, there might be a new one on there, and all of the past Facebook comments might be gone because Facebook owns them. And if you switch out a plug-in, I think it makes the other ones disappear. But we're, tra- we're trying to figure out the best way for you to comment. If you do need to send gifts, though, send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the gift repository. Yeah, yeah. The dispatch, yeah. the gift dispatching center. And, and it says I love marketing. It's free. And, uh, and, and I'd like you to think about what has this actually been worth to you? And you've made money. Then, I mean, uh, the only decent thing to any person with integrity is to simply send a check. And so you can, uh, you, you, you can you can find the best address at, at the bottom of JoePolish.com, <laughs> which my office address is listed there. But in all seriousness, if you actually find I Love Marketing to be awesome and you do want to make a contribution, make a check out to the Make-A-Wish Foundation and uh, send a check and uh, we'll forward it directly to Make-A-Wish uh, because we do uh, help them. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're sharing these ideas because we want you, the entrepreneur, the innovator, the one that's providing jobs in the world and making stuff happen and create value to have a much better life and, uh, and, and to make money. And so that's why we're here and uh, that's why we do this. So thank you for listening and we will uh, we'll talk to you next time. And Dean, you have the last word. See you, everybody. <laughs>